Welcome to the wonderful world of pragmatic psychology. I'm your host, Susanna Mittermeier, and we are going to explore how your difference is the gift that our world requires. All right, so welcome everybody to this episode of Pragmatic Psychology. Susanna Mittermeier here, and today um, we have the honors of having Gary Douglas join us. Um, Welcome, Gary. Thank you, Susanna. (laughs) So, Gary, um, how can I introduce you? You are one of the most incredible people on this planet, inspiring, like you changed my life years ago and still do every day. And so are you changing like thousands of thousands of people's lives every day? Um, You know, created access consciousness, I think over 30 years ago or something. Now in over 176 countries, like huge movement, worldwide movement. And um, Gary is also the man who asked and inspired me to create pragmatic psychology. So because of him, we have all of these amazing tools that are just like incredible. So uh, Gary... Thank you for being here, and I have so many questions, and I'm sure people listening have too. And so one of the questions that are in my world today is, like, what future do you see we could create on this planet now, or, like, what future is available for us? What are you aware of? What is possible? Okay, well, the thing is, for me, what I realize is the future is something that we have to create, not something we can just fall into. Mm. And people have been functioning as though we just fall into it and it's going to be okay, which I don't think ultimately it will be okay, quote unquote. I mean, you're seeing politics be weird around the world. You see people, you know, selling off the rainforest, burning the rainforest, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Little of it is about the communion with Earth that we need to have. (laughs) You know, what we can start doing is creating a sense of the stewardship of the Earth instead of trying to use the Earth and trying to take money from the Earth and trying to get our share of the money. Maybe we can start looking at how we can take care of the Earth and be part of it and enjoy it and be grateful for it. Wow. And and so... Like when people hear about, you know, when you said politics and all that stuff, you know, it's so easy to go crazy right now. Um, So like what else is possible beyond like going, going, going into this weirdness that's presented every day? You know, you just have to go on Google and are presented with all these, you know, points of views. Like what would you recommend? What is possible like to not go crazy in these times? Develop a sense of humor. (laughs) See how funny these people sound. You know, it's like I went to dinner the other night and these people were talking about how, what a great time they had when they met, you know, Trump and they were, they had gone to Florida to a wedding. They, you know, are part of the wealthy set here in Houston. And so they had gone to this wedding that was, was at Mar-a-Lago you know, his resort Mm -hmm. and, uh, somebody had set up a wedding there and 
so they went to see it and they happened to meet him and Trump said to the lady you know it's like love your hair it's beautiful and she goes thank you so much I love yours too Mr. President <laughs> he says yeah but nobody makes fun of yours <laughs> and as I thought wow I didn't realize he was so sensitive about that Wow. <laughs> you know, but it's like, it's just amazing that people have these strange points of view. And you got to see the humor in it. And they just love him because they think he's a wonderful person. <laughs> Why? Because he's from the same economic set that they are from. Well. Wow. And so, okay, so is this where, like, the sameness, like, trying to be the same? Like, when you, you know, you work a lot with people all the time, every day, talk with a lot of people. Um, facilitating them like is this where you see people go like go into craziness in this reality like they try to be the same like everybody else rather than okay what's my reality maybe even humor exactly mm. yeah what's my reality different point of view yeah wow that's really amazing so this is actually something that I like uh, with all the classes I've done with you especially recently This is such a freedom to go, hey, what is my reality? What do I know? Um, and I know with pragmatic psychology, we work a lot with, you know, um, also inspiring people to know that they know and empowering people to know that they know. And that's such a different perspective, you know, the knowing what you know. So is there like anything, especially now, like how can people even start knowing what they know, especially now? You know, it's like you have to you have to be inspired by the humor of things. You have to see it as funny. You know, what? How does the Earth treat you know the bird when the bird sings? What does the Earth do? Nothing. It's still the Earth. Mm. When somebody has you know a yelling, raving lunatic moment, <laughs> what do you do? You go into alignment and agreement with it, or resistance or reaction to it, and tell everybody that they're crazy. Mm. You could laugh also. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or you could just be in a and go, okay, you're crazy. Mm. Absolutely. And the allowance is such a big key. Um, not agreeing, not aligning, not resisting and reacting and an incredible freedom that gets, gets created in such a different, you know, such a different space to, to be in allowance. And I, I like really practicing every day, you know, like seeing people agreeing and aligning with what's going on right now and and um and just like yeah allowance and also like allowance for our reality like what's what i keep asking is like okay so what's my reality here uh if i wouldn't agree and align and resist and react what do i know what's my reality and that's so helpful and it's something that i so like learned in all these classes with you and um, and everything that you facilitate this like constant allowance, like in both directions. So have you like always known that you were different? Yes, I always known. I've always known I was bizarre. <laughs> When I was 10 years old, I took my sister by the hand and we went to church every, every Sunday and I was in Sunday school and then I would go to church and I always felt like, you know, it's like I saw these people, you know, talking to each other, being nice on, you know, on Sunday. And then on Monday, they would just be screwing each other. I go, what the hell is that? That seems not, you know, it seems like you're not being true to what you say. Mm -hmm. 
And I believe in being true to what I say. And it was very interesting to realize how few have that point of view. And they weren't true to what they said. They would say one thing on one day and another thing on another day because that was what was true for them. So with realizing how different you were and, you know, you see what is and, and uh, like this, the knowing what you know, like how, how did you start seeing this as a resource, this difference? I mean, so many people like they go, oh yeah, I'm different, but it's something wrong. It's horrible. I don't fit in. I'm, I'm too much or whatever. But you seem to have seen this difference as a gift. Like how, how did you start getting that this is actually a resource? Well, one of the first things that came to me is I read a book called I read a set of books called The Alexandrian Quartet by Lawrence Durrell. Mm. And there are four books that are written from five different points of view. And they're about the same time period, the same events in Alexandria in the 1920s. And it's very interesting to see this place where you know, where people are looking at the same events, but it's a very different experience for each one of them. And I began to realize that no matter what we experience in life, we can only experience it from our point of view and everybody else experiences it from theirs. So we need to look at what other people's points of view are of the events so that we know what's actually true for us. Wow. And that is such a different perspective. I mean, um, most people, when they find their perspective, they would go and exclude the other people's perspective um, rather than what you say now. Okay, I'm aware of my of my awareness, of my perspective, but I also am aware of other people's perspectives. And I include that, you know, that's such a different way of functioning than, you know, this, okay, this is my reality. And this is your, like, it's like, this reminds me of Dirty Dancing, you know, like when Patrick Swayze says, this is my dance space and this is your dance space. Um, it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing is I was lucky because I learned to dance when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, ballroom dancing, I did, you know, it's like I was the best ballroom dancer of anybody that anybody knew. You are and, a great dance uh, dancer, yeah. You know, and I wanted to be like Fred Astaire, you know, because I thought he was just so wonderful. And it was interesting to realize that, you know, it's like some people will be led. Other people will always try to lead. Some people can follow and few people can't. So when you realize that if life is a dance, are you leading? Are you following? Are you being led? Are you being a follower? What are you doing in life? Get your role, get it in what you're working on, working as, and how you're functioning. And then everything becomes different. Wow. And that's like, that is so pragmatic. That's like doing what works in every yeah. moment. You are, you don't have the need to lead. You don't have the need to follow, but you have an awareness of what's required in every moment to, you know, create, actualize, move things forward. Wow. So is there like, you know, now that we start talking about, okay, so difference, you know, like, you know, I've been working with so many people who have, who have been diagnosed, I'm insane, you know, this and that. And, you know, mostly people just function different, see the world different. And you always having known, okay, I am different and this is actually a gift. What else is possible to start getting, hey, your difference 
is not a wrongness, it's actually a gift. Asking, asking that question, mm. what else is possible there? Mm. Rather than trying to see the right or wrong of something, what else is possible? Because if you don't try to see the right or wrong, you see what else is possible, a whole new world opens up. When I was a kid, there were some people, there were several people who were quote-unquote foreigners who moved into the neighborhood. There was a set of Hispanic people, and then there was the Russian woman who went out and bought her daughter clothes that would fit her in five years. And she made the little girl wear them until they fit her. And then she, they, by that time, there would be a mess, so she'd throw them away and then go buy her something that would fit her in five years. And it's like she was, you know, trying to save money. Hmm. But at any rate, my mother was always, those people are poor, don't eat at their house because they can't afford to feed you. So I would go to their house, but I wouldn't eat at their house. And it's like the Hispanic people had chickens and goats and, all kinds of stuff, and they grew their own vegetables, and they served great stuff, but I wasn't allowed to eat it. Mm. The Russian woman had fruit trees in her backyard and would give me fruit, and I'd have to take it home to my mom, who would, you know, would, generally speaking, throw it out, because, she, you know, she couldn't trust a Russian, because that was <laughs> right after World War II. Wow, yeah. And I, you know, it's like, I was just like, okay, this is so weird. I don't understand these people. What's their problem? So when I was a teenager, the Hispanic people who had a lot next door to them that was empty, that nobody knew who owned it, they took everything off of it and they built an apartment building or apartments on this lot. Mm -hmm. And so here, these poor people had more money than we did because they built a four-story apartment building and they were getting rent from then on from that. Wow. And, you know, it's so cool when you talk about this also, like these whole, like everybody has their different perspective, as we said before. And, and, and what, what gift is that also, you know, like, and especially in times like these, like, yeah. This including of other people's perspective. And it's so like, I see like how I learned so much from, oh, this is how this person sees the world. This is what they choose. Um, and how everything just adds. And people are so paranoid. Oh my God, like I have to, like, you know, not only virus wise, but also like, oh my God, like this is this person's reality. And I have to exclude and separate rather than. This like the dance we talked before. We like what else is possible yeah. for our future? Um, well, yeah. what if this is the dance of our future? Yeah, wow. And I think we have to look for the dance of our future. Wow. You know, look for where we need to move. Look for where we need to be led, and look for where we can lead. And in that, we start to create a different possibility. And this is also where you know, like talking about ins insanity, it gets a totally different perspective. People who like listen to these shows oftentimes have the point of view, oh, I'm so wrong, I'm so this and that. And um, so what, what, is, like, what is insanity really? Insanity is believing you can make anybody else happy. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yep, I've, I've been that a lot. Yes. 
you know, it's like, you know, you try to make your, your parents happy. Mm. <laughs> they seldom get happy. <laughs> wow. So, okay. So sanity then would be seeing what, what is like with no point of view or what seeing is, what is, yeah. what is, what is this and what do I do with it? And how do I change it? Yeah. Wow. Life gets way too easy. Oh my God. We would be so different. I know. It makes your life different when you do it, but it's like literally it's the place where I function from. But as I see it, it's the way to create a different universe. Yeah, totally. Gosh, and that, you know, that space that we, that you invited before about the dance of the future. Oh my goodness. Like there's so much to it. And, and, um, just like sensing of, Oh, what different lives and futures and, and we could create dancing rather than fighting. Oh. Yeah. If you could dance instead of fight, what could you create? Yeah. Amazing. So, okay, I'm going to ask this a lot. Where else can I, can I dance? You know, what else is, what, what more dances can I add to my life? Oh, different world. We were horseback riding two, you know, like two days ago or something. And, um, you know, that is something that also horses invite so much to this dance, you know, and this no need to lead, no need to follow, but knowing what's well, required. Like yeah. Yeah. If you, if you ride a horse, you have to be present with them. Mm. And it's like, that's the greatest gift they are is they teach you to be totally present because when you're not present is the only time they act badly. Yeah. If you're present, they will just be right with you and go with you and do with you and help you and you know, be led by you. Yeah. And it's interesting because um, also like also when you make someone else's world relevant, um, you know, it's not a fun ride, whether it's horseback riding or, or whatever. Because, um, you know, the other day we were out riding with this group of people and there was this guy behind us um, who like he was, he was nervous and he wasn't at ease and I could sense it. And his horse was like coming close to, to mine. And we were like, we were running and, um, I could feel how his horse just, you know, he, he couldn't control it anymore. And, and I like, I realized how I wanted to, to help him or contribute, which was a really interesting thing in my world. And then, um, we, we stopped And as we stopped, I fell off the horse, but it wasn't like a big thing. So I went up again and no, no worries, all easy. And I realized, okay, you know, I have a pretty, you know, easy world up again, no worries. But then I could feel like all other people's worlds, like, oh my God, and, and all the projections. And I realized how easy it is to go into other people's worlds rather than what is my reality here? And it's, it's such a great practice, you know, to, to keep asking, what is my reality? And if I would be me, what would I choose? And that was really apparent with the horseback riding. Like, you know, when you, when you go into somebody else's world rather than, you know, what's available here, what, you know, what's well, my reality. I can give you another choice. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So go into his horse's head and ride his horse as well as yours. Oh, I love that. That's great. Thank you for that. Yay. That's, that's one of the things I learned to do years ago is I can ride 10 horses all at the same time. <laughs> wow. Amazing. That would like, that would really mean acknowledging your capacities. 
to do that. Amazing. So um, there's so much uh, that Gary has to offer. Um, there are so many videos and books and you know classes and you know so many amazing gems for you guys to check out and also gary and i um wrote a book together called advanced pragmatic psychology um there is the pragmatic psychology book that i wrote years ago and we actually created a book together um that's gonna come out soon which is like inviting to navigate beyond trauma drama upset and intrigue and it's uh, it's really incredible and, and writing this book and like creating this book with you Gary actually what was so incredible is um you never function from explaining or trying to make sense or you know making it you know understandable for people it's like you always invite to this space and possibilities and then people get to choose and they get to choose what they would like to do with it and this is something that I really got out of this you know creation with you with all classes, but also especially with creating this book. Um, that's, wow, amazing. So I'm really grateful. At least one person got the results I was interested in. <laughs> no, you know, it's, so it's a successful bet. Totally. Absolutely. Ching! Success. No, it's like, you know, I used to function from, oh, you know, I have to, you know, make it explainable to people. And then when they get it, they will choose something different, which is, you know, like how I was trained doing psychology. But then like inviting people to choose what they, you know, would like to choose is such a different space of functioning and empowering. In, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I always thought it was funny that that psychology, the original definition of the word, meant to know, mm. you know, the study of knowing. And it's like, and then they decided it was the study of behavior and how to change people's behavior. And it's like, why would you want to change people's behavior if you could know what their behavior was and meant? <laughs> exactly. Different possibilities from my point of view. Yep. Exactly. And uh, inspiring leaders of the future rather than followers of whatever is supposed to be right or wrong. Yep. Yep. So this is what we're inviting to you guys. Um, book is coming out soon. So thank you so much, Gary, for taking your time um, and uh, inspiring us to what else is possible. It's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure talking to you, Miss Susanna. You're so sweet. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Gary. And, uh, well, stay tuned for the next episode. And um, looking forward. Thank you, Gary. And bye, everyone. Take care. You too. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. How was the show for you? Are you inspired? Feel free to share this episode with anyone you think would appreciate it too. Thank you for the contribution you are to spreading possibilities around the world. For more information, visit my webpage www.susannamittermeyer.com.